My, what a difference 18 months makes. Do you own real estate in the greater Sacramento area? Recently bought a home here? Or just thinking about buying or selling real estate here in the city of trees? The Sacramento real estate market today is markedly different than the spring of 2020 and certainly not white hot anymore. However, although things have calmed down, here at Tower Point Wealth, we believe it is useful to remember and understand both how and why the market became so overinflated as to not repeat the same mistakes twice and to recognize the benefits of the Sacramento real estate market being a buyer's market now versus a seller's market not too long ago. So enjoy listening to the discussion our president, Joseph Eshelman, shared with veteran real estate agent Brian Cassis of Remax Gold back in April of 2021. And remember, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends and colleagues, and don't forget to subscribe as well. So again, Brian, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And uh, it's certainly been a fun topic. I know here at Tower Point Wealth, we've been talking with a lot of clients about during our wealth management planning with them. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it seems like it's even more than a reset of 05 and 06. Um, but I'm curious what your perspective is as far as, you know, what the market is right now and, you know, how that perhaps does compare to 2005, 2006. Yeah, you know, it's it's... Similar in some ways and, of course, different in other ways. Um, right now, one of the big things is that there's no inventory. So that uh, makes it difficult for a buyer. That's different so, than what it was? There was more inventory, but there was still huge multiple offers, just like there are today. But uh, this right now, we have very constrained inventory much more than even back then yeah so um i mean as a seller it's a great time you know to um potentially put your house on the market i mean if it's something that you want to do sure um as a buyer it's just a little more difficult um because of the lack of inventory and the number of buyers oh yeah you're competing against i mean you know we all know the stories with the multiple offers i mean you cited an example 10 minutes ago as we were talking getting things set up here uh how many offers came in on the place you were talking about oh my gosh uh 12 uh, in four days and um you know i could have taken 20 but the phone calls that come in and say hey we can only go to x amount of dollars i said why should you waste your time? Right. You know, right. don't waste your time. Just yeah, don't write but, it. I mean, great example of just how crazy demand is right now. It is, um, and I guess you obviously attribute that somewhat to no supply, which makes sense. Certainly. Um, you know, how much do low interest rates play a part in what's going on? I guess nationally as well as in Sacramento. Interest rates are amazing. Yeah, uh, they're a little bit on the upswing right now, but right. still, I mean, you can get sub. 3% interest rates, uh, 3% and below. I mean, that's yeah. those numbers are crazy. Cheap money. Cheap money. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really cheap money. And it certainly has a big effect on the, um, you know, the buyers and the ability to purchase something. Sure. Um, so that's a good thing. As uh, interest rates go up, I mean, that'll affect people's purchasing power. You bet. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you yeah. can't borrow as much or you can't handle a monthly payment that's, 
couple hundred dollars higher than where it might be today for the same dollar amount, then right. obviously makes a big difference. Right, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Good, good. So. Um, help us to understand, in your opinion, with where the real estate market has been. Um, you know, obviously nobody has a crystal ball and it's difficult to say, you know, when this thing is going to end. But if you had to pinpoint, Brian, uh, a potential catalyst that could cause, I won't use the word reversal, but could cause a slowing of, of the market. I don't know if we're necessarily rooting for that, but I think, you know, all, all good things come to an end at some point. Sure, absolutely. Know, what are you worried about in terms of the market potentially turning? I think the biggest thing right now would be uh, interest rates. Okay. Um, certainly, uh, interest rates as they go up, it does affect the people's ability to um, buy houses. So um, that's going to have a big effect, of course. Um, the other thing, I mean, we don't know what would happen, you know, in the other downturns. I mean, we've had catastrophic catastrophic events, you know, I mean, like, uh, I was in it in 1990, and, you know, they dropped a bomb, right. uh, we had Desert Storm, and it was like, you had this huge yeah, uprise, it, yeah. no one predicted it, so it could be, uh, you know, um, September 11th again, or something like that, you, so you never know what it's going to be, Right. and uh, so you just have to be able to adjust to it, like, with me, you just have to be able to adjust with it. Yeah. You know, well, it's true it. of you know investing in you know stocks, bonds, and mutual funds as well as real estate. Is, Absolutely, you know the general trend is upwards, and certainly it has been that way for the past few years. And you know everyone anticipated the pandemic would throw a huge wrench into things, and and it did. But just for a couple of months, it seems, at least in, in our world, and, right? You know, I think with real estate as well. I, I don't know, you know, what effect you've seen with what's happened with the pandemic, but. People seem to be a lot more transitory and migratory now, which I would imagine it helps with demand also. Yeah, um, the pandemic really had a big effect on it in terms of, you know, at the beginning, of course, it was like, what are we going to do? Right. You know, uh, just like anything else, something happens. Like that's, fear factor. Yeah, fear factor. Something happens like that, and and uh, you don't know what to do. Even as a real estate agent, like, I didn't know what am I going to do. Fortunately, I had... You know, for me, I have such a long history in this business that I had things that I could still do and people that I could still work with, and sure. you know, deep so, bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So that that that's helpful for me. But um, you know, it was very interesting to see as a few months we got into a few months. You know, uh, March, April, May. Those months were kind of tough, leaner months, and uh, then as the summer came. People are figuring out that you know they can work from home, right? And um, a few of these so, trends started to take hold. Absolutely, trends started to take hold. I need more space. Yeah, you know, um, this could last uh, for a while. And no question, I had a perfect example of a client that had 1,100 square foot, three bedroom, two bath home, uh, husband and wife, three kids, and the wife work for PG and E. She had to work at home from a little corner in their kitchen. It's cozy to begin with. It's cozy to begin with. Yeah. And on top of that, they had a, a full-time nanny that came in because Boy. someone had to sure. watch the kids while we're at work. Right. So, right. Um, you know, they went out and fortunately they were financially able to. They went out and bought a house in advance of selling their house. Mm -hmm. But they moved from 1,100 square foot house three bedroom, two bath to a five bedroom, three and a half bath, like 2,600 square foot house. 
and that's a whole big difference. Yeah, it's a new world. It's a new world. <laughs> so they, they were able to, to do that uh, because of the interest rates. Sure. And because of, um, you know, their their stability and they can work from home yeah, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, but we see that kind of thing happening all the time. And people are moving in from the Bay. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, that's I mean, a that's, huge thing in Sacramento real like, estate. You know, you, they sell a house out there for, you know, double the price and can get the same, if not more, here for still, even with how hot the market's been and prices increasing. Right. Much more reasonable, obviously, than the Bay Area, you know. Is right. that something that has been exacerbated by the work-from-home model? Or, I mean, do people actually find Sacramento to be a pretty attractive destination? There used to be a, you know, the impression that, you know, oh, why would I want to come to Sacramento? Now it seems like people are very open to it. Yeah, I think that a lot of people like, um, you know, living in a, a space like this or uh, Sacramento, you know, a little more suburban. Um, right. Uh, you know, they have a little more room to stretch their arms yeah. and uh, for the kids to get out and run and play yeah. and right. that kind of thing. Um, you know, we have one of the Tower Point Wealth people that came from Chicago, one of our clients, that became one of my clients, and they, you know, they came from a little Chicago um, condominium, and they came and they landed in El Dorado Hills, and, yeah, like, you know, wow. it's a huge thing, it's like, <laughs> yeah. what a difference, now they have, you know, the sunshine, they have a pool, they've got all this stuff that they just... <laughs> As we sit here in 70 degree weather on March 2nd. It, I know, it's just yeah. absolutely beautiful, so yeah, we have some good things that we have here in Sacramento, we're real lucky. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think the trends also, too, with what's happened in the pandemic, and some of the, you know, unfortunate situations with social unrest in a lot of the large cities. I don't know, not so much in San Francisco as some of the other ones, but right. there does seem to be a general migration out of these urban areas. And there is. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Sacramento seems like a, just a logical landing spot. To, you know, if you can plant your flag here after uh, building a lot of equity in the Bay Area, it makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, you have, and still we have a great city that's actually being built up, you know, things are coming in and and, uh, you know, we got the Kings, we got a lot of, you know, um, things are here, yeah. River Cats, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of things, you know, that we have and people really enjoy and, uh, and then you got the outdoor space too. Yeah. And we're close to the bay. We're close to, we're close to every place, yeah, you know, hours, so we can be wherever we want to be. Yeah. Let's go skiing. Let's, you know, it's two hours away. Yeah. Not hard. Yep, good centralized location. For Absolutely. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, do you, understanding prices are high. <laughs> I think it's fair to say, uh, yeah, to some degree, obviously, when, when demand outstrips supply. Um, where, if you had to plant your flag somewhere, let's say either from a, a person who wants to upgrade or a person, let's say, who wants to invest in, in uh, investment property, mm -hmm. uh, a rental, let's say, where are some of the areas that you would say are decent value as compared to the places or areas that are, in your opinion, way overpriced right uh, i'm curious you know just your general i mean obviously it can change quickly but your general thoughts on that yeah it's a, of course a difficult question right yeah. because uh all different areas are so different within sacramento proper but when you look at or the county you look at uh different areas here in and you say hey the really the closer we get into the city core right the more expensive it is sure uh you know the land park the curtis park East Sacramento. I mean, these are the areas that I will say this that I, throughout my 33 year uh, stint in this real estate business, you know, we've seen those areas always seem to 
hold the most value for the longest time. That's what we've seen, Okay, right? yeah. We have seen that. So, however, they're the, they're, right now, they're the most expensive. You know, you're paying sure. $600 a square foot for property. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. and more. Sure. Um, so, it's, it's very expensive in the city core, but people like it. Yeah, well, so there's a demand for a reason. Yeah, right? there is a demand for a reason. But kind of the further that you get out, uh, generally, I would say, you know, you have a little more opportunity. Uh, maybe Carmichael, yeah. you know, Citrus Heights has some great values. Um, you know, Elk Grove, um, yeah. Natomas. I mean, uh, so it, it is real interesting when you're in these different areas and you see how many people are competing in offers and and that sort of thing uh, and there's diversity so some places it's really hard to get your foot in the door and in other places it's a little bit easier interesting yeah huh. it is. well i think too i mean at least from sacramento certain areas that maybe in the past people i don't want to say turn their noses up but may not find as attractive are starting to realize that uh, you know with a lot of the improvements and development uh, these areas that may not have been as popular in demand a few years ago, uh, you know, all of a sudden are becoming more attractive, not just from a pricing standpoint, but uh, it's a lot nicer in a lot of these areas than it was previously. Oh, well. yeah. No question about it. I mean, there's so many upgrades throughout the whole county. And, you know, and then our surrounding counties, Placer and Yolo and, uh, right. you know, El Dorado. I mean, yeah, we got West Sac right across the river absolutely. here. Absolutely. I mean, West Sac's, wow, it's really yeah. gone crazy and and they've done a good job. They've done a good job planning it, and uh, people really seem to like well, why aren't they Why aren't they building more houses in general with this, you know, dichotomy between supply and demand? Are, are they just not able to find the air, land or permits or what? what yeah, what is it? you know, honestly, I mean, I'm not a building guy, yeah, but okay. I would say in general that uh, certainly land is a lot more expensive. Sure. I mean, everything is. Right now, I mean, try to go buy a building product. It's difficult yeah. to get stuff. Right. I mean, it's like yeah. 20% higher than it was three months ago. Yeah. So try to find a, um, you know, we do some remodels now and again, and you try to find a um, appliance out there. I mean, you can't necessarily find the appliance <laughs> you want to get. Yeah, or so, six, eight, ten weeks out. Yeah, it's it it's makes it more difficult. So um, it's on a ship someplace, you right. know. <laughs> It hasn't been able to make it well, over here. I mean, that's the pandemic for you as well, that, too. I mean, absolutely. You know, obviously, supply chains have been disrupted. And no it's question. It's a lot more challenging to get those things yeah. in here as well. And I think that the builders, uh, you know, after the 2005, uh, 2006 uprun, they really have taken a little bit different um, step, and they build things really slowly in terms of they don't build 30 houses at a time. Okay. They might release four, five, six, ten, hmm. you know, and they build those. Just once bit twice shy or just a different uh, Yeah, approach? I think that's a little bit of it, certainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's a little bit of it. Yeah. And I think um, it's hard to get people to work. Yeah. There's not enough There's not enough builders. There's not enough contractors. Yeah. There just aren't. Yeah. So. Well, I know we had that big windstorm a week and a half ago, and uh, Try to find somebody to rebuild a fence. I mean, Try to find a fence. Looking out, my fence builder that weeks out as well. So I gave a client my <laughs> fence builder the other day, and um, he called him up and he says they're not even taking any yeah. new projects. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Testimony just, to again some things in life and simple economics. The supply and demand story absolutely bears itself out here in Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to, to kind of wrap things up from more of an investment standpoint in real estate. 
Um, I know, if I may, you know, cite yourself as an example with, with recently buying and improving an investment property. I thought it was interesting, and, and I know your property, which is wonderful. We've actually stated in ourselves a little bit of a plug for it, called the uh, Pelican Hill House in uh, Jenner. Um, I'm curious, what, what made you decide to want to do that, uh, understanding the market that we're in real estate-wise? Uh, what should investors be optimistic about, and what risks or dangers should they be aware of? Sure, sure. Um, well, that particular property was just one of these properties that we came upon that was unique. And, uh, you know, it's, I just felt, well, my daughter and my wife said, we really need to go look at this. And uh, honestly, made sense, they, huh? they, it made sense. And, and quite frankly, it's when you can buy something for a reasonable price that looks at the at a river dumping into an ocean yeah it's kind of it's a it was kind of a no-brainer it's just like they just don't have that many places that they're allowing things to be right. built any longer right so right. that was one of the things that i thought just for a family so location, sort of location, a thing, location totally location yeah and uh, so from that perspective it worked out for us um and of course we had to do a lot of work to that house sure. too but that's the way it works. Do you, but have, do you have clients in Sacramento that are investors, and what are they doing? What are they thinking about? We do have clients that are investors. Um, you know, a lot of the investors now are trying to flip homes. Okay. I mean, that's a lot of what's going on. Yeah. Um, that's a very competitive market, a very competitive. So not unlike 05 and 06 in that no, regard, at least. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and so... Um, it seems like like all the the littler ones, the less expensive ones, are very difficult to come up, up you know, upon. But right. you can get some more in the mid level, three, uh, four hundred thousand ish, that might have some opportunity to be a six hundred thousand dollar home. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a little more risk. Sure. Okay. More uh, money you're putting out. Absolutely, but. I do think that there's opportunity there. Um, there's also, you know, in terms of just if you think about moving your money from one investment to another, right. this is not a bad time to do that either because interest rates are so good. So if you had a single family home that was a rental and you want to do a 1031 tax free exchange and right. move it into a duplex, triplex, fourplex, right. you have the opportunity to take all that cash, all that, you know, uh, equity move it to the next property and be invested in a much less um, high interest rate note so your your cash flow can be much better. Yeah, immediately. So, immediately. Right. Immediately. And then, you know, one of the pauses about owning uh, two, three, or four units, uh, and I say that because those are the more easy loans to get. Once you go over four units, then you get into a okay. commercial sort of a loan. Yeah. But... Um, up to four units, you know, if you think about it, if one goes vacant, you got three other that sure. are servicing your mortgage. Diversification. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Are you worried the Biden administration may do away with 1031s, or is that moved down the list in terms of what you've heard? We just have heard talk about the possibility in order to raise tax revenue. Boy, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope not. Yeah, we not. do too. I mean, yeah, the, boy. Know, it's a, the number of 1031s is yeah. a wonderful opportunity. It is. A 1031 is yeah. a really nice opportunity. Yeah. Um, I had not, I hadn't heard that, but... We've uh, heard a lot of potential sure. changes. And, oh, I've heard potential sure. changes for sure. How much that actually happens yeah. or doesn't with, you know, having to get through Congress is another story. I think there's a lot of strong lobbying in the real estate uh, <laughs> business. Yeah, well, that you would know. certainly be painful if that 
go to the IRS oh, yeah. right away. So. Yeah, I Good. think so too, Good. for sure. Well, hey, Brian, I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure to sit here and uh, riff about what's going on in real estate and Absolutely. here in Sacramento, obviously. I mean, the market continues to be amazing. Uh, it, you know, we probably won't be this way forever, but uh, again, your perspective is, is very, very useful. So we yeah. appreciate it. Well, we appreciate Tower Point uh, Wealth yeah. and uh, our relationship for so many years. You bet. Thank you. Well, I appreciate our friendship and the partnership as well, too, Brian. Absolutely. All right. Great. Thank you.